0: uh mr beaver uh bam we're live um I, I don't know why i always send you the notes so late caleb and i don't even put the youtube links in there i'm so sorry like half the youtube links are missing so it kind of fucks you okay you thumbs up anyway all right like yeah you don't give a fuck like i got you <laughs> used to uh, dealing with your shit uh welcome to the show uh mr spin the fastest news in the cross space most accurate uh um uh least talkative and uh most enjoyable uh <laughs> What did they call him? The uh, Ed Norton. Uh, he's the Ed Norton emoji. Uh, in the left-hand corner, we have uh, Mr. J.R. Howell from uh, CrossFit Crash uh, and the, the founder and creator of the uh, Crucible. And then there's like a team version of that too. And then um, John Young. Okay. Staple. Just a staple. Just think of John as the staple. Hey, I
1: got the J.Y. Barbell Club here. So I would like you to start saying that from now on when you introduced me. <laughs> No well, one can I even see that.
0: Why? It. What is what is that? What is the G- – oh, John Young Barbell.
1: That's right, right there. Oh,
0: okay, what is that? What is that?
1: It is for anybody that wants to be better at weightlifting. Um, I coach people online and in person.
0: And you're strong? I'm all right. Hold on one second. JR, is he any good?
2: Yeah, he's strong. Yeah? He knows he what test- he's doing? Yeah, he tested a workout, a potential crucible workout for me.
0: No shit. Wow, throw that on your resume. Uh, and he said that I beat Hopper by a minute.
2: That, that is not.
1: That is not. <laughs> That's
2: good. Let's go with it.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, premiering for you now, um, I bring to you the first uh, peak ever. The Colt Mertens documentary uh, sponsored by uh, Swolverine. Our, uh, our, our dear friend of the show, uh, Colton Mertens. Uh, it looks like Wolverine and him have partnered again, and uh, this is going to be really exciting. Look at that shit. I mean, that, that is not what I thought it looked like at the, before we hit play on this. That, did anyone think it looked like that at the Colton Mertens pig farm?
2: It looks sweet. Yeah. It's exactly <laughs> what I thought it looked like. Really? <laughs> yes. I expected more cornfields.
0: I just expected it just to be disgusting i mean that's cool shit that's uh, what, why jr why do i have the south wait where is he from iowa where is this why am well, i so yeah
2: he's he's iowa i'm south carolina but that that looks a lot like i mean south around carolina, my house yeah. like a lot yeah. of yeah a lot of good greenery yeah
1: looks You like think Lincoln's that was just a disgusting
0: country. pig farm and then he just sprinkled some swolverine powders on it and it just fucking made it all <laughs>
3: <laughs> some swolverine
0: creatine and it made it look like that okay let's play here we go Hillsboro, iowa
3: I think we really have to start with is who is Colton Burns? You know, who who is he? Like, what's his story? Where does it start? You know, let's let's go from
0: there. The worst thing you can do is underestimate someone. Cause the moment you think you have me, you don't. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, uh, before I uh, say it, uh, where the heck is Grunler? I didn't invite him this week. It's completely my fault. He deserves to be here. He's a badass, but shit, there's only room. I got to rotate him in. I got to rotate people in. JR probably wishes Grunler was here too, and he was sleeping. It's 9.30 for him. Okay, why Um. um there was a, a, a series mate, Gabby Magawa, great athlete, arguably significantly better than Colton Mertens, arguably significantly has a better chance to win the games. Uh, She does a series. It just can't get any fucking views, right? There's all other people out there putting out all this content. It can't get any views. Why? Why? What makes us want to see Colton Mertens? What the fuck is going on here? Why are we? Why are we in Colton Mertens fantasy land? Why do we like him, JR?
2: Well, for me, he's easy to pull for because he's someone that people always will continuously stack the the chips against, right? He's a he's an underdog for a lot of people who are watching. Um, and he's somebody who doesn't have a typical job, at least up to this point. He says he's cut back a lot of hours on the farm, but he's like, he's a working man, you know, and he spends every other hour of the day dedicated to his other craft, which is really cool.
0: Uh, Mr. Spin, why, what's the fascination here with uh, Mr. Mertons? Why, why am I in love with Mr., the Mr. Merton story?
4: JR said it, said it well. I mean, he, when he, when he was holding down a full-time job with doing work in the farm. And then you have, you know, uh, so many of these workouts, you don't think that he's going to be able to, to hang with them. And he does. And then he hits the home runs on the workouts that do favor him. Uh, it's really cool to see. I mean, it's, it's kind of like when Val overall was competing, right. As a teacher and she's doing all of that with a full time job and still hanging with him as a mom. Like, it's pretty cool to see, um, you know, it's one thing to work it out in the gym five, six hours a day, and that's all you do. But for him,
0: I mean, you just have to root for him. Uh, Before John answers the question, let's get to some of the comments here. Uh, Halpin, where is Halpin? Said no one. No, no, we care where you are too. Uh, Mr. Halpin, you're a stud. Uh, Tyler Watkins, where is he? I mean, there's only so much room. Uh, uh, Man of the people, says uh, Kenneth DeLapp about uh, Colton Mertens. Uh, Mason Mitchell, game-recognized game. game. He says he's a man. Uh, Audrey. Every girl wants to sit on his face. Wow. Okay. Uh, interesting. Um, uh, humble and underdog. Uh, okay, I like it. Um, oh, Wolverine chimes in. Uh, biased. Uh, biased. They're paying for the documentary. Most athletes these days don't have full-time jobs or jobs they are uh, that are labor-intensive. Fair enough. So you think that's why we like him, John Young? Why do we like him? Why? Why? Why are people going to watch this? Why? What's the fascination we have here? on yeah. the on Podcast with Mr. Mertens.
1: I mean he's the he's the Rudy of CrossFit. If you've ever seen the movie Rudy, I mean he's 5 foot nothing, 100 and nothing and he gets to go to Madison and be one of the fittest guys in the world. Like I think um I think people look at Colton, especially people who want to compete. And I like, think like you know at first you see these these monsters who do crazy things and you're like I'll never be able to do that. But then if you see Colton Mertens, you're like if he's 5 foot 4 And can compete with these guys. And not only compete, but win events. And be a home run hitter of the games. There's no reason that I can if I put enough hard work in. Like, I think um, he's relatable. Ooh, I heard that. He is built to not be good at the CrossFit game. He's too small. He just is. And yet, here he is.
0: Uh, Too harsh of a statement, JR? He's built not to be good. I mean that's that's his that's his that's the biggest dig you could take.
2: Well, I think that he. Um,
1: I'd say the same about Fukowski. I think Fikowski. he's as much
2: of an outlier, right, as as the biggest athlete is.
0: And no, come on, come on, come on.
2: You think he's,
0: he's as back. big of an outlier as Fakowski? Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, I wouldn't well, say that. No, no okay. Kidding. Thank you, Mr. Spin. Jesus no. Christ. These guys okay, are good. Put guys their white beaters six on teams, and they James, think Jason everything that they think is true now. Maybe it's like, like an Asia
4: Bartow.
1: Who's the next tallest guy?
0: Jelly. The, the Jelly Donut.
1: No, 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 no. Uh, after Merton's, who's next? Oh. Who's the next shortest guy? You can't say Matt know. Fraser. He's not there. That's five foot six. Who is it? I don't know. I'm asking you. Oh. We don't know because there's no other person that that's, that's that short. Tetlow. Was right there with him, but he didn't make it. Adjust your cars. mic, uh,
0: Mr. Young, please. Is, is it, it better? Uh, I think it got a little bit better. Maybe pull your headset down just a little bit, elongate it just a little bit. How, okay. Yeah, much better. Thank you.
2: Hey, Brian, how tall is Uldis? He's pretty short, right? He
0: is. 5'7"? Like five, yeah, 5'6", five, 5'7". Okay, six, so he's five, still seven.
2: not. He's still
4: That's not close. Three there. inches. There's, just, there's just a couple guys that are also around Fikowski's height that made it to the games this year. You know, There's
1: Hopper 62, six 62. Velner's six, 511. You know, Roman 6 foot. There's 3 inches to the next guy from Mertens. If James is, James is, James is 63, six, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you Audrey for the uh, technical advice. Uh Isaac's uh, Snuts uh, uh, f- whoa. Uh, Isaac D Snuts. Isaac <laughs> I Isaac I, Isaac the nuts is it exact. I don't. Know. I haven't figured that one out yet. I think uh, it's Phil Tune. Oh, Phil Tune. Thank you. Yeah. What is that yeah. one? What? That's a joke one, right? Isaac <laughs> the nuts. I sack the nuts. I suck the nuts. I sack the nuts. Isaac the nuts. What is that one? Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Audrey. Uh, here's the thing. Colton is 5'4". I
2: think it's that- just as simple as Isaac D's nuts. Sebon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But then that doesn't even make sense. There's like a joke know, just, supposed to say something. It's supposed no, to say something so. funny like I suck on I nuts or something like that. So. Or, no? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Isaac these I, Isaac did the nuts. the nuts. Fuck it. All right, two bucks. I wish I could say it right. Two bucks is a lot of money. Oh, I wait, wait. I suck these nuts. Yeah, that's what I mean. Thank you. Thank you. I suck these nuts. I suck the nuts. I suck the nuts. Um <laughs> He's five four. You you got you guys after five. I, th- I think I looked it up one time at five five. There's you're like in the nine percent of the population is, sh- is shorter than you. At five four,
1: is that it, the it, world or America?
0: I think it's. Uh, that's a good question. I can't remember. But I mean, that- dude, Colton does not see men smaller than him unless he's fucking like going to Guatemala. racist uh, lucky camera straps from australia 1499 consistent i wish i could give you something in return still pre- pretty relevant that matt won five times in a row at five six when did we uh last have a six foot plus winner
1: we haven't we've never had one there's never been one
0: uh i'm very lo- much looking forward to the uh swolverine um movie uh congratulations, Colton. You're a fucking rock star. Thank you. I think it's the consensus is, is that uh you're you're every man's man. You're an underdog. You work hard. And uh and as Tony Merton says, oh, Colton has the biggest heart. Oh, you think that's his dad?
1: I don't know. Maybe. Mom? <laughs> Tony can go both ways.
0: <laughs> uh enormous tits. Say my say my and love. Say my and love. Say my say my name and love. En- enormous tits, okay. Uh, Graham Holmberg may be the closest to, to six foot.
2: Yeah, probably 5'10". Yeah,
1: and I mean, after this year, we still won't because Patrick is only 5'11". Savon,
3: <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh,
2: ooh. did you secure Colton's coach's pass?
0: I have not. But I do think that there are some interesting things um, uh, happening in my relationship with the games this year and if you're a uh, sponsor as an Irishman would say a uh, tings are brewing you should jump on board now and thank you uh california peptides uh i would um okay uh next on the list uh it looks like that there is a event um called the dirt city classic and Did uh our dirt ba- dirt oh desert <laughs> desert city whatever <laughs> Desert City, all that matters is who's programming. The Desert City Classic is powered by a self-made training program. Our very own uh, Wednesday night show, uh, Taylor Self with J.R. Howell, and who joined them last week, Mr. Brian Friend, uh, is doing the programming. Uh, What's up, J.R.? What is this? What's What's going on here? What's
2: up? Yeah, it's a competition that reached out to Taylor, wanting some help with the program design. So we kind of all collaborated together on um, individual, team, yeah, all of it. Fair enough. Uh, what city? When? I think this is at ASU. I want to say Arizona State University, but it is like maybe at at on their campus. That's Holy shit! Camp, right?
0: Uh, what's the okay. date? Of, uh, what's the date of that?
2: Uh, if you go to their profile, I'm pretty sure it's listed there. Yeah.
3: Who?
0: Uh, you know who will be in town in Arizona on November 10th and 11th? You? The founder of CrossFit, Greg Glassman.
2: Oh, that'd be cool to get him out there. Yeah. I wonder if they know about that.
0: If if they're if they're local people, if they're not, I'm outers. Uh, they should definitely reach out to uh, them. He, so far, I've been
2: really really easy to work with. So,
0: awesome. Followed by Paper Street Coffee. All right. Um, Brandon Lacroix. Oh no, Brandon Lacock. Uh, now that Dave is back, will we see seven a different capacity this year at the games? The live last year was awesome, but in person is better in my opinion. can i confirm or deny (laughs) uh next up uh we're cruising today i love this we're cruising today next up uh coffee wads and pods uh interviewed uh ben bergeron It, it sucks when i think i hit a uh grand slam and i realized i only hit a home run and uh pedro uh the seven podcast european correspondent then takes another shot at ben bergeron and uh fuck man grand slam here we go. <laughs> another, another thing on Savannah's Show. you mentioned that Harry was deeply integral to Comtrain starting and growing and becoming what it was. When he decided to leave, do you mourn that?
3: No, Harry was one of my closest friends and he wanted to try something. He was either going to go and become a firefighter. He was going to go back to school. So he was kind of trying to figure out what's next mm. in his career. He ended up just taking a fair amount of time Spatica. off before finding what was next. One of my very closest friends, no longer working for me. Of course, there's this moment of like not mourning but loss. There's a space that probably won't ever be filled, but also super happy for the next evolution of what he wants to take in his own career and personal life.
0: When he joined Hipo, though, were you like, God damn, it.
3: mixed emotions? So, a that's kind of weird. <laughs> But B, I hope that he can find a lot of satisfaction and I hope they've taken the time to know this is the right next move.
0: Do you mean weird as in, oh, that's weird. I thought that you were, at, that this wasn't the thing for you, but now yes. you're back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: another, another thing. Friendship, oh, friendship is something interesting, isn't it? Uh, Jr., um, you build something with a friend, and um, and uh, he, Harry and um, Ben were friends, and I, I I know I know it's not marriage, but then he goes up to HWPO, and then not only does he go up there, but Amanda Barnhart goes up there, Catherine goes up there. Who else went up there? Other other Quant- athletes. Went- went up there who were all former, uh, comp train athletes. Uh, any thoughts, anything you want to chime in, uh, Jr, uh, like Ben, great job. Really. Um,
2: no, really I was I,
0: parent I of you or, or Ben fuck man, you fucked up and dropped the ball and lost your guys. Or what's your thoughts on this?
2: No, I can actually relate this to something The uh, conversations I've had with my coaches, believe it or not. I've told all of them, Hey, listen, there's a lot of people to go around. There's a lot of people to do CrossFit. If you guys ever just decided that you wanted something of your own, you wanted your own gym, just come to me and tell me like straight up. I've told him that and good luck. So like f- for me, if I were in Benchu's, shoes, I would have just wanted a friend or a coach to just come to me and say, Hey, listen, I got this great opportunity to go work with these other people and I'm excited about taking it. That would hurt, but it would be way easier to swallow, i think, maybe than the situation that transpired here.
0: What about um Jason hopper trained with you, and then he went to h w p o did that hurt? no, not at
2: all he was he was all, <laughs> he, he was he was always with them right like he he Jake was and, yeah Jake and Matt were always his coaches he was I just mean, he had tra- a crush on Matt he, the first day he saw him he was just training at crash like i was you know, like. I was just his home gym that he trained at, but he was always their athlete as far as program design and all that stuff goes.
0: All right. Uh, Mr. Spin thoughts on, um, comp train, um, and, uh, and Ben Bergeron kind of doing this, uh, tour and making himself vulnerable and, and um, kind of spilling the beans.
4: Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised by that. Like, I mean, he's always been, I think fairly open, um, or try to be open at times. Um, you know, as things have happened, you know, it's all it'll, being a personal accountability and, and just how he talks about the mindset and all that stuff for him to kind of share that. I mean, it, I think a lot of people in the space wouldn't be that open with it. Um, but like, even I think he said on your show that he was um, kind of went the wrong direction right like he kind of miscalculated where the sport was going and kind of got thrown a curveball um and he's recalibrating so it's it's good to hear that you know he's actually going to be open with us versus a lot of people i don't think would ever open themselves up and be that vulnerable to you know criticism
0: Uh, um uh john same question but kind of to add on what's been with saying well fuck us who cares what's it do for his brand do athletes are like wow ben's really cool i want to go up there like i get it this is this is or they fuck this guy's a pussy he dropped the ball and now he's fucking sharing his dirty laundry
1: i I don't think athletes are thinking anything of it because it's not his anymore he's giving it to cole all right i i I almost feel like he's giving cole a uh, failing business um i i do think it's Nice. I do think it's. I have a lot of respect for Ben. That he is very open. Like, I'm. I'm messed this up. Um, it was flourishing, and we tried to do this, and we failed, and now it's. We're trying to fix it. Um, but he's leaving. So like he he's it's he's being very open. Um, but then he's just giving it to Cole, and I mean I. I hope all the best for Cole, but man, I feel like it's going to be hard to turn it, to turn it around or at least get back or get back to where it was. I don't think, I don't see that in the future.
0: Uh, Judy Reed expressing my sentiments. Also, Savon's, uh show with Bergeron was so good. Thank you. I agree. He won back a ton of people. I think being so vulnerable and honest. Yep. Uh, kudos to Pedro for uh, two follow-up questions for just really drilling down and, uh, and getting cl- clarity, clarity
1: and, uh, depth on the situation um plus seven seven please if you were an elite athlete Mm -hmm. would you want to be coached by cole sager who's also currently still an elite athlete and said on the podcast um i'm going to coach you but i'm still going to try to beat you why would that make you want to go to comp training
0: I've only spoken with Cole a handful of times, and these are my thoughts on Cole. Extremely kind, extremely pleasant, extremely professional. And by professional means like I couldn't get pa- – I couldn't – I never felt like I ever really connected with him. But I felt um, – but I really liked him. But there was – I always felt like that there was a veneer or an air of like professional to him, like uh, um, like over properness for me. And so I, I don't know. I can't speak to him. But I mean, he's a class act. You know what I mean? I mean, he's the, I think he's the kind of guy who fucking holds No woman ever walks in a door behind this dude. You know what I mean? He's been to the games 10 times. Uh, if you walk in the room, Cole stands up. Uh, he shakes your hands. Uh, he's nice to kids. You know what I mean? He doesn't kick dogs. I mean, fuck. I got like. So I don't know. I don't know. I can't I can't I can't answer the.
1: Does Uh, any of those things make you a good coach?
0: No, but I don't know. You, you, I mean, you seem to have, you guys would know better than me. I don't know. But, but, but but I I guess, I guess in just in terms of his values, he seems um, hard worker, committed. Um,
1: I don't, I don't doubt that he's not going to give his fullest. Right. Right. I don't know. I just would rather get like, Matt's not competing anymore. So it's a little different with him, but like. I don't know. You take like somebody like Nick Fowler and Roman. I know, I know they're not together anymore, but I would rather get coached by Nick than Roman. I would rather get coached by Michelle Latondra than Belner. Oh. Like it's, it's, I see what you're saying. I think yeah. certain people yeah. make, okay. Amazing so your coaches. big hangout
0: with Cole is is like, Hey, you're divided. You got kids at home. You got a, you're a games athlete and you're going to fucking coach me. It's a different beast. It's different. It's different. Right. What about, what about uh Froning?
1: He doesn't coach.
0: All right. Fair enough.
1: Um, okay. Facundo's running that stuff, isn't he? Yeah, whole, they, they, have a, they, have a, they have a whole they have a, crew. They have a lineup coaches. of coaches. Yeah. Yeah. I'd Hunt rather soccer, get coached by Jay. Shane than Tia. You know what I mean? Even though oh. is the one that's doing it. Like, it's, and Shane's not an elite athlete at all. But it's, it's, it's a different thing.
0: I think a lot of people would like to be coached by Shane. You guys agree? Yeah,
4: I think he's good. Yeah. I, I did notice. I did find out and see that uh, Sydney's been getting specific weightlifting training by a guy here in Nashville.
0: Who who, um, who is?
4: I think it's like Nashville weightlifting. I think Who's is the, getting. Who's getting come. the training? Oh, no, from Sydney, her? Sydney. Sydney.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Sydney
2: Wells.
0: Oh.
4: Yeah, she has some videos on Nashville weightlifting.
0: Uh, Jeremy, World, Michael. I don't know what where this fits in, but Michael Jordan would have never wanted to be coached by Charles Barkley. I don't
1: think Michael Jordan wanted to be coached by anybody.
0: Uh, Golf, foxtrot, Yankee. I did not have an appetite for nothing burgers this evening. Don't worry, we're not serving any. So there, just serving gacking balls. Okay. Um, I, I want to talk. I want to talk about the doc. Uh, I'm not sure what that YouTube link is. I want to say one more thing uh, about the doc here. What 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 video? What have I linked you to? Um, is there a time code on that? Oh, is this just the, do- what, what is this? Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, thank you. So of all the comments I saw in the documentary, there was a documentary that was released a couple weeks ago, an, an enormously missed opportunity by CrossFit. Uh, we've beat, you know, I don't think it ever went, I don't know if it ever reached number one on the movies, but it, it, every time CrossFit releases anything on uh, iTunes, if it's promoted even at all halfway decently it'll reach number one on itunes and it will be a win for affiliates worldwide because there's 700 million apple tvs that have been sold worldwide and when people click on that movie icon they'll see the crossfit movie whether they click it or not what it does is it adds brand value people want to be with winners even if you hate crossfit you'll even be like fuck those fuckers are at number one again and and it could stay in that on that home page for 10 10 weeks if it's promoted properly but it was not And uh, then the movie came out, and people were um, saying a lot of – there were a lot of positive things, but people were saying some negative things, and I want to address a couple of them. People were saying that it was the same thing that it was every year. Well, uh, for starters, uh, she was only given – Mariah Moore was on this show, and she was on Talking Elite Fitness, and she was only allowed um, – she was only given three weeks' notice, I think, before she had to make this movie. She had an extremely limited budget. And um, I thought it was a fucking miracle, and I thought the shooting and editing and audio and everything was stunning and top-notch and uh, beyond professional. Uh, on top of that, it's an hour and 40 minutes, and people are upset that there were things left out like Rebecca Fuslie at the Capitol event. Now, I get it. It's not that but, – but, but please be careful with what you write. Hey, this movie's stupid because it didn't include. It's an hour and 40 minutes. If you want to see that stuff, what they could have done, what they should have done is they should have put that in the iTunes Extra. Um, um, Hamilton Road, uh, Charlie Doobie's company made some amazing fucking content called – was it Miles to Madison? Mm -hmm. And in that, there's a whole episode where uh, it's the Capitol event, and they could have put that in the extras in iTunes. Or someone could have told Mariah, hey, let's make this a, a, a um, three one-hour movies. Let's make this a miniseries. She probably didn't have that latitude. So just be careful with the criticism you guys put in here if you want to help um, uh, for- forward things and get movies like this um, being made. All your negativity is going to get it killed, and we're going to fucking lose everything. For example, don't be the jackass who orders something from Amazon and gives it a one-star because it arrives damaged. We don't give a fuck that it arrives damaged. damage. We're not reading the reviews to find out how it arrived. Uh,
4: I Please. think my, I think what I see happen and Mariah said it when, when she was talking to you was they got input from the athletes. It sounds like CrossFit had multiple layers giving input of pulling stuff out what they didn't want to see. And she was hamstrung from what
0: she could produce. Yeah, that sucks too, right? It reduces the drama, the tension, the stuff that could be controversial, right?
1: And I don't really? think athletes should be allowed to do that unless it's like personal. For instance, I like bet Tia fall
0: out or something, or like he, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But like, like, so say, I bet Tia would have pulled uh, from 2016 when she was looking all mopey and telling the camera person to not film her because she was in the leaders jersey in the 2016 documentary. I bet she would have taken that, wanted that taken out if she had the option. And we would have never gotten to see that, and the change of personalities that we see today.
0: Or how about the footage in, in the one year in the documentary that I captured that shows Benny handing uh, Ricky a, a vial of something as they go into the final? They event. would have
1: definitely wanted that. <laughs>
0: <happen>. <laughs> Ricky didn't want that shit in there. I mean, even if it was nothing, it's like,
1: right? Like I I I think those things need to be as raw as possible.
0: Okay. Uh, anyone else? Uh, Jr. You want to say anything about the documentary?
2: Well, I was actually going to say, I just started watching it today and I'm ha- exactly halfway through it. So a unique perspective that I have about it, just only listening to what you guys have said after seeing the whole thing, knowing now that people requested certain things to be taken out and she was given a really short amount of time, I guess I'm, I'm not surprised and am enjoying the fact that it really is just like a recap of the week. Who was leading after which event, who was still on the running and not like – uh, the random um, other person who strap broke on their jerry can when they went to pick it up right like just something mm-hmm. something silly like that like little little tidbits of people that maybe aren't as relevant to the leaderboard were were definitely left out and now I know at this point I'm probably not going to get any of that and that's okay because there is a lot of consistency and congruency from at least beginning to middle. I kind of know what it is now and I know what to expect
1: moving forward watching it. From a fan yeah. standpoint, I think it'll be more appreciated like two or three years from now when you just want to remember what happened. You know what I mean? The story and what, who was in the lead and all that stuff um, without like looking on YouTube and watching 15 events. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah, but I mean, to, to pull what they had with Mal and Matt about not you know, having to rein her in and how she just wants to keep going and they cut that into just just the best part. I guarantee, if that would have gone from a, instead of a minute to three minutes, like you have a better appreciation for what was there.
0: You if, mean extend, you mean extend that portion, give us even yeah, more insight into Mal right, and Fraser? Yeah, right. that part was intense. And,
4: and like, if she said something about Roman, and I don't know what he was saying about it, sounds like Russia or something like that. Like those small little things. I mean, it could have been just been. Mal and Matt, what Roman said, giving a a more look of whatever Tia had said and had pulled. Like just those three sections could have changed my personal view of what I was able to take away from that documentary.
0: Um, What about the part when, uh, what did you think about the parts? And I didn't mean to get this deep into the doc, but what did you think about the part when Tia looks at Shane and says, I'm doing this for me? The, the the final workout. She's basically talking about how she's not gonna win the event, but she's gonna fucking take a few deep breaths and look around. That was that was fucking yep. intense. It looked like there was something there to unpack also. Like her and Shane yep. had something, there was something there.
4: Oh, it was so different from how she started the documentary and her, her attitude and persona to what you saw at the very end of the competition. Yeah, and all those, were, like all those interviews were all those interviews were done the day after, right? So she had 12 18 hours after that kind of show of emotion to then saying she's the most dominant and you know, this tough attitude that nobody can ever beat her. But it was, I don't think you've ever really seen that emotional side of her. Like you've seen the quiet don't, you know, I can't win side, but the, the emotive side you've never seen on the competition floor or, you know, before that
0: I was agnostic on her going into the documentary not a, I, I didn't like her or dislike her i just didn't She she's just kind of like a plain jane to me it's just a champ kind of like a robot and then I, by the end of the documentary i really liked her like it made me really want to see her compete
1: again you know who i was surprised was super emotional like the whole time was matt fraser he yeah that was a great look at matt like too seven times in the documentary
0: <laughs> dude he looked like he he looked like he hadn't slept in a month he didn't even look like himself yeah, I, I enjoyed yeah. Uh, I enjoyed Fraser in the dock for sure. The the peek at him, mm-hmm. uh, lucky camera straps, just throwing out the loot today. Uh, and and thank you for my um uh mouse pad. It's been a while since I still smells still smells like dead cow. I love that. Uh, it definitely could uh be longer or even a series. Would love to hear your thoughts on what made the old dock so special. Buttery Bros plus Mariah plus seven on behind the scenes. Equals that secret sauce for sure. There was another dude there too, um to uh who's the only guy that I ever fired at CrossFit before the mass slaughtering, named Ian Wittenberg, and he was a fucking beast. That guy was fucking good. He actually edited the doc this year with Mariah. He was so fucking good. So basically, they had at that they had they had this crazy team. uh, uh Mariah Moore, Heber, Marsden, uh Ian. And then they had a uh, torn Simpson won a bunch of Emmys Worked with the Raiders and the 49ers. They had a, their team was crazy. And then, and then they, I don't think they relied on my behind the scenes much. They had access to all that footage. And I think they use some of it now and again, but um, maybe no, just a year or two.
4: I think your behind the scenes added some extra context that the documentary didn't have to do. Right. Or you right, had, right, or right, you had right, that context. Right, right. So you right. could then apply to the documentary. It felt like occasionally they were trying to do a couple behind the scenes discussions that were mixed into the documentary. Yeah. Versus when you got to see what you captured behind the scenes and then you go watch the documentary, you could draw upon things that you that they had talked about separately and added more color to what was said in a in the documentary.
0: You're not going to get in a documentary, a ten-minute exchange between a Travis Mayer and Brooke Wells. You're just not. They don't have. They can't do that. You can't just leave ten minutes of just them stretching and playing with rubber bands and making us making fun of Travis Mayer's um, Instagram following. But in the behind the scenes, you can. It's fucking seven parts that are an hour long each. It's like
1: fuck. That's their favorite things to watch are those small stupid things.
0: Right. Right.
1: All right, uh, anyway,
0: uh, go out and get the documentary. Great stuff, um, and uh, thank you, uh, Lucky. Thank you. Okay. Um, a video came out by Patrick Vellner and Fakowski about the PFAA. And I have to tell you, for some reason, I have a uh, – it's the Professional Fitness uh, – um, Anyone?
2: Athletes Association.
0: Oh, Professional Fitness Athletes Association? Yes. Okay. And I watched this video twice, believe it or not. It's weird to say that. I'm embarrassed. But the first time I was, like, really annoyed, and the second time I was less annoyed. Um, But basically they're an organization that's – they they say their primary purpose uh, in their current state, in their infancy, they admit they're in their infancy, is to – Hold on. I have it here in my notes. Um, 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 Here we go. Um, um, Where is
1: it? Um,
0: uh, Fairness and safety. Uh, Fairness and safety, are are they're in their infancy, and their two biggest things are fairness uh, uh, and safety, and uh, they're currently working um, on uh, pull-up bars. They want to find a good pull-up bar height that works for everyone and make sure risers are available and whatnot. But there's shit in there that just kind of fucking – um there's let's play let's play 240 let's play like 20 seconds at 240 pfaa has um they claim they've done something and i just don't think they've done anything really what i think they are is they're kind of like the dei council i think that crossfit gave them sort of their own little space just to kind of appease them do you know what i mean but they're actually not going to have any effect and the reason why they're not going to have any effect is because golf last year sold $10 billion in golf balls. That's not in golf carts. That's not in golf clubs. That's not in like um that that's just balls. Balls. 10 billion in balls. Like to put it in perspective, tennis in 2021 sold $34 billion in golf ball, and uh sorry, in tennis ball machines. Imagine that tennis ball machines uh, w- w- and they're trying to compare they're trying to compare CrossFit to these types of sports and I just don't think we're anywhere near there okay let's play let's play a little bit of this hopefully they won't uh, get angry I think this is uh, uh, Royce Dunn by the way in Australia they cut back and forth between Royce's presentation and Patrick Vellner and Fikowski's presentation okay here we go action
2: the players that the athletes is no sport um to have their say and to have kind of their um their perspective taken into consideration which i think crossfit is famously known for for being a bit um bullheaded in that way pause our way or the highway
0: i don't i don't like that i'm already defensive you're telling me the crossfit used to be a bit bullheaded it's our way or the highway it's like dude like like my wife's in the kitchen like making a fucking roast beef and it's like i need to stay out of the kitchen and just let her make it uh thoughts uh jr you think CrossFit is bullheaded or
2: what? I think, as an athlete, if you're speaking from past personal experiences, that's okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Those are your
2: own. So that's, yeah. I think that's okay, okay. So he
0: thinks, so, so Royce thinks that they've been a bit bullheaded in the past. Yeah.
2: That's what it sounds like.
0: And, and, and how do you interpret a bullheaded spin? What do you think that is? Getting, not accepting feedback?
4: Yeah. I mean, I think that's what they, they would say. Um, that their, their concerns were not heard in the past. My thought, though, is when you have, you know, a hundred different voices screaming at you, how do you pick which ones you need to listen to? Like, there wasn't ever a concise message that focused on the most important things. Like, every athlete probably had a different uh, thing to say, and it may have felt like they weren't listening because yours wasn't being heard, but somebody right. else's may have been.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of whininess in, in, in your uh, not from you, but that explanation is the is the is how I understand too. And there's a little bit of whininess there that's irritating me. Uh, Mr. Young, thoughts do on not,
1: the PFA? Do PFAA? they not have, do they not? Is Brent not like the, the speaker though? Do they not have like one guy that brings up the he is, he's the guy everybody wants.
0: Yeah, Brent, Brent yep. is the guy. They take like He says somewhere in there that they're going to do a survey at the games and find out what types of things the as- athletes are interested in, and they're going to bring that to uh, CrossFit. And when he kind of presents it like that, I'm like, okay. But you know what else they say in here? They say, play at 558. Basically, they're claiming that the athletes no- ne- know what's needed, and I would argue that the athletes are the least relevant in what's needed. Okay, here we go. Action you put your head down, you show up to the next one, and unfortunately, often the same mistakes repeat. We know what the sport needs more than a lot of other people. There's also, you know, we coordinate and speak with major organizations that organize competitions, but they're not on the floor a lot of the times, right? And you can program a workout, you can test a workout, Nine ways till Sunday, and unpredictable things happen because we're trying to game it. We're trying to gain an advantage, and you know, oftentimes the athlete's eye and vision is better than even the organizers, right? So, okay, see, think- I, I I couldn't disagree more. Um, I think that if growth is the goal, the athlete's uh, opinion uh, matters the least. Mr. Young, thoughts on that?
1: Or what specifically?
0: What do I care if the athletes want runners? What do I care about the pull-up height that they want? If my goal is growth, if my goal is growth, like I feel like they have the least insightful input. Period. I believe that. Um, I believe if you brought your grandmother, John, her opinion would be more important than those guys or anyone sitting in the audience. I really do. I'm not even. I'm, I I think that their opinion matters the least.
1: I don't, I don't disagree com- completely with, with what you're saying. I do think their opinion matters a little bit. Though. Yeah. 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 Ma- for, yeah.
0: I think it matters a little bit too.
1: And for instance, like the grip thing, the grip thing. And I know we'll talk about that a little bit later, but like the, the rule book, they got sent with the grips, right? I think the athlete should be like, this is ridiculous. Uh, 35 out of 40 of us have signed this thing that says this is stupid, take it out. And CrossFit should respect that. And take it out.
0: <sighs> I, I, I want to I think about that spin. What do you think about that? Fuck, John Young just fucked me up a little bit. with yeah. a fucking hand grenade I, and then rolled my window up. I, I
4: agree with what John said. It's, I think they can, they need to have a voice. I don't think it's... CrossFit should do everything that the athletes say, but if there's a consensus that something needs to change or something is, you know, like, like the grip situation, like if they're all saying, this is crazy, then CrossFit should probably listen to them, but they should probably do that before they go out and share the standards. Like it should be published and then the PFAA has to react to it and say, no, let's go backtrack. Like
0: it's, it's unfair that you're using this as an example. Cause you're just right off the bat. That was just a, they should just, it's, anyway, thoughts, JR on this, on what uh, John said, uh, athletes uh, should get to decide, vote and be like, Hey, we, we want grips and length shouldn't matter. Or let's get rid of grips. I mean, if I was Dave right there, I'd just get rid of grips. I'd have been like, Hey, sorry about the mistake. No grips allowed.
2: No, I, I actually, I was <laughs> just going to backtrack to your initial question. Okay. Um, and comment like you kind of are in the camp that, they're all just dance monkeys and they're like, they just need to be performing and it doesn't matter who they are. They're all expendable, which I don't agree with at all. I think for growth, you need the superstars. And if you want the same people to stick around year after year, after year, something like this needs to be a part of the sport.
0: Fair enough. All right. And and what do you think they should do? Do you think they should give me an example of something that you think they should be doing? You like what they're doing then fairness and um, safety. You like those Uh two issues?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think those are those are two really, really, really important things. I, I think going into a competition, knowing that my lane and my equipment and my distance from object one to two to three is the same as everyone else's, that kind of stuff is really important when you're competing. And then knowing that you're not going to be put in harm's way intentionally right, in your career. So I think those two things are, are definitely at the top of the list. Um, I, I really don't mind that it's head by two people that are still actively competing. I actually think that's a plus because they are sitting in briefings. They're a part of um, communication with things changing during competitions, all that kind of stuff. So they can use that stuff to say, Hey, this happened here. I think in the future, this is probably not the best plan. This is the I- feedback we got from athletes in the warm-up area. This is the feedback we got from their coaches after the competition, all that kind of stuff. I think having someone in, in the fight while it's relevant is very important
1: i agree completely with that
4: i think they would be it would be beneficial to them to also bring in some former athletes who are not tied to the sport anymore you know that don't have that aren't coaching
0: oh god Um, i want to throw up brian
4: no just just, (laughs) (laughs) i'm just thinking of the, the the pfaa right like get some other perspective of people that have been there that aren't don't have anything you know like don't a have any skin in the game right now like maybe i mean heppner still coaches i think some people i don't know um but i don't know i mean just to get a different perspective if you're outside the sport you've competed you understand what they're saying maybe you have a, a better perspective now that you're
2: out of the sport so do you think josh would have some strong thoughts about a lot of the issues and stuff like making Uh, sure like like making sure that yeah like making like if brent was like hey i can always grab the pull-up bar standing flat-footed and i can't even kip do you think josh would be like yeah that's messed up we should probably get that raised
0: i i don't know but i do agree with that i do agree like like it's fucking asinine what happened to scott pancheck that the ropes were on the ground it was yeah, asinine so like, that that Laura and um and Gabby Magawa sold their souls and the fucking wrong weight was on the bar. It's asinine that uh, Matt Delugos has to worry about hitting his feet and breaking his fucking back doing kipping pull-ups. Yes, yeah, I I think those things are asinine.
2: Like Josh just seems though, like also like someone that if if he was a part of this group and maybe disagreed with the opinions of others, he would also be sure of himself to speak up and say, "No, nah, I think you guys are just whining about that. I don't think that's a big mm-hmm. deal at all."
1: Yeah, like comfortable comfortable going against the grain
2: maybe maybe you guys have won
0: my heart a little bit okay uh pfaa uh uh and velner and uh roy dunce uh royce dunn jeez louise i worked so hard not to say that uh i i would give you guys this little bit of advice uh this is what i would give the pfaa and feedback in the video one uh befriend hiller Uh, he is the most powerful voice in the space when it comes to uh, probably uh, changing what you guys get, get to do what you don't get to do. Uh, I think he plays a significant role in that embrace Hiller, a lean into him. Number two, uh, in the video where Roy Roy dunce finish Royce Dunn, Fuck. Why is that? Is that hard for anyone else? Royce Dunn finishes talking. Um, uh, it, it's it's a it's a it's a good presentation uh, that Royce Dunn gives, and it just shows the people all the athletes stand up and look at their phones and walk away. If you want your closing shot, should be the athletes like shaking uh, Patrick's hands and Fakowski's hands and hugging uh, uh, Royce Dunn, and not like not giving a fuck. That I'm telling you, those little things will really matter because it really looks like no one gives a shit except the pre- uh, presenters. If you watch this video, oh, and 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 I was picking up on that.
4: Yeah, I saw that too.
0: Um, uh, Mike Halpin, I was booted from Sevon's text message thread, not a YouTube chat for having a differing opinion that being said no one here booted me. Oh geez. I Googled. Where's Sevon getting these numbers? I Googled. I Googled. <laughs> I Googled. From your mom, Mason. All right, I'm so far behind in the chat booted he was booted I don't know was he booted god that was fucking all that was pretty funny you ever seen a fight in a chat
1: I, I, I come to my phone sometimes and there are 84 text messages and I'm just like what has happened now
0: I couldn't believe it I was live in the show and I just saw like how I thought I saw help and leave and then I was like uh oh <laughs> and then I saw someone booted him. <laughs> uh, okay. I think you were booted on accident, Greg. Okay. Uh, yeah, that that it was it was weird. I don't know what I don't know what to do. But I don't know what to do about that. I kind of was like, I hope no one ever boots me. Okay. Um. Oh, one more thing. At 9:49, I do want to say this. I want to do say. This. Sorry, uh, Caleb. Can you bring up the um um the video at 9:49? Patrick Vellner says, "Ready? Hey, look, uh, Caleb never believes me. Watch. He w- he'll go before 9:49. He never believes. me. <laughs> He's been damaged from that frisbee show we did. I fucked him all up. Okay, here we go." idea of what we're doing and like who we are and how this has progressed we kind of started in 2020 when there was a bit of that blackout around the 2020 games covid hit glassman was booted there was all kinds of stuff going on okay uh uh, first of all it wasn't covid that hit it was the uh the reaction people had to covid the morons on the planet and second of all greg glassman was not booted but that's the it's, it's like just be accurate with that greg glassman was not booted He sold, what did you call them? Dancing monkeys, JR? I viewed them as dancing He sold the dancing monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) And got a house on the lake. Uh, Barry McCockiner, uh, $2. Hello, John Young. How are you? Hello, Barry. Teddy Williams, the professional and personal, that's what I meant, personal uh, videographer and propagandist for uh, the great Colton Mertens. Uh, Brooke Lakey. I think that's the dude that's, um, Katrin Banks was on the NHL players union for 14 years during his career and was one of the main leaders during the last lockout. It seemed like it wasted opportunity, not getting him more involved. Oh, you mean with the, um, yeah, you might be right, but sometimes it's like, um, you're bringing like, you don't want to bring a mallet somewhere where you just need like tiny little a rubber mallet you know what i mean you don't want to bring like a fucking um a sledgehammer where you just need a little tiny um finishing nail hammer you know what i mean you could really piss some people off yeah barry McCockiner, thank you for no more disc golf as well You're welcome I don't, I don't know if it's gone forever jeremy world i'll throw in my hat to replace halpin in that chat sounds like it needs some diversity anyways <laughs> i don't think we have any black guys i'll check
1: okay trying I'll check. to think through it
0: <laughs> here's the thing i think that i think that that group's only going to get smaller i'm just kind of it's like going to be like just everyone's going to get kicked out until there's just two <laughs> dudes left okay is there anything you guys want to say about the um oh let me let me do this real quick we're on a roll uh, let's look at that drug video this is from the barbell spin um brian spins uh instagram account it looks like someone popped for drugs i don't it's fine it, it like no big deal. Just a team person, right?
4: Yeah. I mean, it's she, they, they finished 12th, I think, uh, North America West. Um, so they were, they were out of contention anyway, but, uh, yeah, they tested two. They only test two athletes of the teams. Um, and so, uh, what I was told is Dylan and, uh, this athlete, Alyssa were, were the two tested on the team. So, um, another uh gw 501516 uh, wow spin so only killer i know he, he he trained me well um so it's the second one with with that being te- uh you know failed test this year but we've only gotten two i think from semifinals so far um a way less than last year so we'll see we're running and out of time this would have been the more. second
1: week right
4: this was week 2 yes
1: so if it's only two out of two weeks, that's I mean, think much better than last year.
0: Who was the other one? Any individuals popped yet?
4: No, it was the team in uh in Africa that had won that mayhem nope. team. Oh, no old guys have popped. Uh there was a masters athlete, that woman that, that tested positive back during the open for well she didn't test positive, she was a no show.
0: Oh, oh, okay. But Oh, yeah. that's right. That was an interesting one too. That one was weird, right? She wasn't even in the testing pool. Well, she was, but she wasn't right. I mean, she was, you're
4: in it because he did the open, <laughs> but somebody, somebody I think had done the, uh, you know, contacted CrossFit anonymously and they went out and to test her,
0: uh, lab why are the Canadians in charge of the PFAA? Uh, because, um, uh, organizations like that uh play the victim and that's part of uh our friends in the north uh, primary role on planet earth is to play the victim that that'd be my guess anyone else want to take a shot at that john young uh how is that um gw 1516 is that shit pretty good work pretty
1: good yeah my run into proving amazingly <laughs> uh, let, me, let me tell you let me tell you
0: uh Extra sloppy, I spent $150 on disc golf stuff today. Ask Brian. Um, JR, have you played any disc golf now that um Brian's
2: living in your hood? I have not. I haven't seen him since he's been here. Oh. He's okay. about an hour and a half away still. Okay.
0: Enormous tits. How much of my 401k do I have to donate for no flat earther? Holy shit. Really? Come on. Don't be so close-minded. Flat Earther show is going to be great. Watch the doc. Watch the doc and tell me. Watch the doc. Okay, here we go. Back back to the show. Um, uh, let's let's talk uh, before we go to some training think tank video that I would I would like to show uh, you guys. Um, let's talk. Oh, let me do one more thing here. Sorry. Uh, PFAA done. I want to show you something about Laura Horvath. Drug video. Can we go to uh, CrossFit uh, Krypton's uh, YouTube page? I didn't give you a link. Sorry, uh, Caleb. And let's go to 110. Uh, She talks, she has a brief comment here about who her coach is. Speaking of coaches, her coach is not Cole Sager.
1: Laura Horvath? Yeah. Is it Ben Smith her coach?
0: Well, let's see. Let's see. Have you ever heard her talk about that before? Here we go. Uh, Let's go to, yeah, there we go. Perfect. Okay, here we go. Uh, CrossFit Krypton, the great uh, Ben Smith, former CrossFit Games champion. Uh, Here we go.
2: First couple is going to be row and bench. We're going to do that one on this rig. Okay, so the bench is going to be set up on this rig. We'll have the second one. going to be All I want you guys to do is do some good pulling.
4: And we'll
0: keep it very- isn't it at 110? Did I fuck that up?
1: No, not at 110.
0: Oh, it's not at 110?
1: Oh, right son video. of a What? Is that at 1010?
0: Uh Ben Smith, uh let me see. Go to their homepage. Let me see. Sorry. Training camp day uh go, uh training oh, camp good. day 1 with Oh, she's back. Sorry. She's back. Sorry. She's back. Try at 110 there. Dude, that's a Ben that's a horrible angle for you. Don't stand like that on camera by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's see. Here we go. Action. If this isn't it, I'll just tell you what I heard him say. Oh, this is okay. Let me go back to their homepage again. My goodness, I'm so sorry. At least Brian shouldn't feel bad. This is exactly how I treated the um golf show. Let me see. Um Well shit. That was a great clip. I wonder if my fat finger hit it and uh I just put it if it's two ten or three ten or ten ten. Anyway, Laura Horvat says uh, Ben is a coach, but I'm Ben's my coach, but I'm in charge. And she said it's not the typical coach uh, the relationship between a, a coach and an athlete. She also says she likes this is this is my favorite part. She likes Virginia and that she thinks she's adapted to it. And that when she originally came there, if someone would have uh, said to her uh, referred to her as honey, JR can relate to this, you know, being from the south hey, honey, thank you, honey, she would have given him the stink eye. But now she's kind of adapted, and she's okay with it, which makes me think she's ready to come back on the show.
2: <laughs> I don't know how you couldn't draw the line between those two things. <laughs> thank you.
0: JR has spoken. Laura, you're welcome to come to the show. Um, you could, do you guys have any thoughts on on Laura Horvat? Like, we always talk about coaching this. You need a coach. You need to belong to a team. Um, uh, Sarah Sigmund's daughter was on yesterday, and she said she's had five different coaches. Laura's just doing I think her thing. I'm kicking out. The
1: opposite. The people who tend to stick with one person or are by themselves tend to be the most successful.
0: Froning, Tia, Matt.
1: Well, I mean, I'm even thinking about people competing now. Like Medeiros has been with Adam and that's it. Uh Belner has always been just him. Falkowski I mean with Latondra, but just him training. Yeah. Fikowski. Yeah. Um what it's about um, Ben
0: Smith and Graham Holmberg
1: back in the day? Uh, they were but by themselves. I'm pretty sure. Thing. Yeah. I mean, 2015 people had coaches, but Annie, ben Annie Thor's daughter, she. Tra-
0: I mean, even if she had a coach, still her own, her own thing. Always been at CrossFit Reykjavik.
2: Ben was Chris's coach, right? When he was competing.
1: Ben Bergeron was Chris Feeler's mm-hmm. coach. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I that was, got tra- that was
1: probably the first coach to athlete ever in the crossfit, like like big known, known. Hey, we're you know, we it I mean?
0: s- I said that on this show, and like people reached out to me, and they're like, no, Doug Chapman was coaching so and so, and I got all these people reaching out to me. Uh, austin Austin Bijibing was teach- uh coaching Jason Kalipa, and I was like, yo, 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 okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Whoa, sorry.
2: yeah. Doug was coaching Julie Foucher. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, uh, Mike Halpin. Ariel Lowen is her own coach.
4: This year, yeah,
0: and last year, right? And kicking ass. No,
4: she had somebody that was giving her stuff, but she would always. This is her first year programming
1: for herself.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's go to the hand grips. Um, anyone want to talk about the hand grips? Uh, there was a, if we can go to Dallin Pepper's Instagram account, basically there would, they said you cannot, who, who wants to talk, who wants to describe the situation? Jerry, you want to describe the situation? What happened? What caused all the hullabaloo?
2: Yeah, I can try. What, what basically the discrepancy is, is that the check mark yes picture and the X no picture um, are really just the picture. The, the picture on the right is basically the picture on the left when you put your grips on top of a pull-up <laughs> bar. And that's, the, that's what people are so up in arms about. That just because the grip doesn't come past the middle finger when you're holding them out straight, when you throw them over a pull-up bar, it still looks like that.
0: Meaning the, the, the grips on the left and right are probably just the fucking same grips. Nothing's different. They, they both so say d- bear
1: complex, too. They're,
2: they're, they're, yeah, they're very similar.
0: So wow, they didn't even like try to fake it and cut the top ones or anything. No. So
1: and like they needed to be like I if they if that's what they want, they need to show a good example of them on the bar. The way they have that other picture. You can't have two different hand placements and say this this one's good, this one's not. Well,
2: Or they just show two of the same picture. So they sh- they show a pair of orange bear complex grips that don't come past the finger. And then no. next to it, they show a picture of ones that do Yeah, and then say yes and no. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's- is everyone following that? Basically, if you're listening at home and you can't see it, there, there's a length that they want to limit the length of the grips and the pictures, it, which is fine if they, if they want to do that, but the pictures make it so that what they're saying makes no sense. One of the pictures actually shows the grip going five inches past the fingers, and the other one shows it short of the fingers, and it's just confusing as fuck. Um, and and Dallin shows grips? that. Why are they even? Go ahead, spin Sorry.
4: And Dallin shows that he has the same pair of grips on the video to the right. Um, he'll show that he's wearing basically the same grips. Look like the good. So and like that one's his,
1: good, yeah. And then, and he wraps then it same around. grips. This one's bad, but they're the exact same.
0: Can we pull out a little bit, uh, Caleb, and, and and is that and look at that a little wider? Yeah,
2: and I think maybe Victor from Victory Grips made a video about what would happen if you cut your grips to Two. that specific length.
1: Then you're basically ripping your hands.
0: Do, do the champ does the champ use grips? Does Justin Medeiros use grips?
1: Everybody uses grips.
0: Why? They really help. Cole Sager
1: does not use grips. That's one guy that doesn't. Do you know anybody else that doesn't?
0: Yeah, I would train with Cole then. I wouldn't change my answer. 100% I'll train with him. Throw the fucking grips out. Please throw the grips out. JR, get rid of the grips altogether.
2: I've heard people hypothesize that um, they think Boz will make them do a workout with no grips this year.
0: Oh, just spring it on him. No grips. Good.
2: Yeah. And I mean, wh- like good. the way my mind works when I see this picture is not why can't you use this? Why can't you use this? It's what's the reason. Mm-hmm. So my mind goes to, okay, something's going to be at the games where that kind of grip advantage is going to really, really, really cause, um, performance, that maybe really isn't consistent with anything other than the kind of grip they had. So like I, my mind goes to, and I I don't want to get into prediction stuff, but if there's a thick pull-up bar, if they have to do bar muscle ups on on a yoke bar, like similar to the log bar muscle ups at rogue, or if there was a pull-up bar that rotated, if you had a grip that could wrap around it that much, you could create enough torque to where that grip limiting fatigue wouldn't be a factor. And if you don't have those grips, similarly to if you don't have a beaded jump rope made for double under crossovers, when they get announced at the games, you're at a big disadvantage. That's kind of so where my
1: I'll just, just give them a pair of grips and say, everybody has to use these grips.
2: Well, you would think they have a, a, a grip partner.
1: That's a, and, but that's what I'm saying. Just everybody got there and sized them for grips. This is what you're working with. And then that right. defeats anything that rule book wants to say. It's yeah, the and, CrossFit and like games is grips.
2: Right, and outside of trying to think of why the reason is, like, if I were any of the athletes, I would be buying grips with holes, and I would just be learning how to use the ones with finger holes that no one buys anymore. Most why? What's the difference? Well,
0: first of
1: all, let and, me ask you: wait, what? Wait, what are, you, and put your fingers in them. You're right, saying right because this rule like, yeah, would yeah, be yeah. moot.
2: Yeah, but didn't they
4: say that if you have oh. the finger, yeah, you have to actually use the finger holes if you that's what he's have saying? Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying.
2: Feet, I would but, buy them and learn how to start using them.
1: You're, you're right. I mean, it's just going to sway people to just using the finger holes again. That's just how everybody's going to wear them.
2: But I think they
4: they clarified, though, that that the, the correct picture was what they're going to judge. Like, if they are walking onto the floor, they're going to, you know, check to make sure they're not, you know, wearing so double they XL. They got no rep
1: you when you're actually doing it and it's over the bar?
4: Well, I, I, I mean, I would assume that it's just as you're walking out or they do a check in the corral. Um, yeah. If you have, have the right length. Um, and I don't, I don't know if I like giving them the same, all the same, like whether it's bear complex or whatever, because if you've been using victory grips or what, you know, any other, the other ones, and then you're forced to use something else, that's going to be a disadvantage. Um, they had to, they
2: had to wear the same shoes for a lot of years. And they got rid of it. So right. hey,
0: you um, you're gonna know what the grip. If they had a grip sponsor, you would just know which ones they are, and you could just buy them. So you become prepared. What are the grips for? They're to stop tearing. But do they also work? Do they actually improve your grip? Like you know, like they spell yeah. a, sell those special mm-hmm. towels. You put them on like jars, and it lets you grip it and take the lid off. Is it is it like yeah. that? Yeah, you hey, basically you can strap you can, yourself, man.
4: Yeah, you basically use your just hang from your wrists and not use as much grip strength.
0: I bet you I've been given 50 pairs of grips over the years and I've thrown them all away or given them to someone. I, 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 I think get rid of them. Do you guys have a vote on that? Am I completely outvoted three to three to one on that? Just get rid of grips.
1: I don't think you should get rid of them. I think if they want to make a standard, then I agree with Jr. Everybody's just put their fingers in the holes. And then that's just what we're doing from now on. Um, if either that, or there should be no standard, just do what you want to do. They're freaking grips. Um, but I think you should have them for, I mean, just not ripping
0: spin, uh, grips or no grips. Yeah.
4: I, I think they should have the grips just because of, I mean, we've seen back in the day, these athletes have their hands shredded when they do high volume gymnastics. Um, so as long as it's an even playing field, which. I don't think anybody was saying that there was an issue or a problem with the length of grips. So to JR's point, I think there's something else that's coming down that they thought about. They just poorly executed how it was delivered.
0: Uh, JR, grips or no grips? Keep them, throw them away.
2: I still say keep them. And to me, I just think about it's no different really to me than saying, hey, you can have a certain millimeter knee sleeve and above a certain number is a no-go well you can have grips any kind of grips you want unless they have a dowel and then they're a no-go like it, that's fine with me and it's just, okay like, boy,
0: um and and i and i will say this too i don't care when they change the rules to me it's crossfit they can change the rules fucking like jr was uh, um hypothesizing uh five minutes for the workout no grips people for this one and i'm fine with that what we're i think what we all do agree on though is just execution was just a uh, fumble right yeah
1: Yeah, i agree with that i think they can change the rules whenever they want to but they need to be clear
0: okay uh let's talk about cuts um friday there's cuts and saturday there's cuts they cut uh on friday how many workouts will there will there be after
1: the first uh cuts six ish two
4: days worth seven maybe eight at most i don't know
1: the first day (laughs) The first day is either like two events or like five. It's like if it's a really, really long event, there's not a ton of other events. Um, and then if there's not, then there's like a lot of events. So
0: and, and then and then the second cups are after how many events? We events don't know other, any of that. Whatever's on Saturday. <clears throat> so let's and assume it, if there if there's thirteen events, it'll be after ten events. Yeah. Sure. Um, everything I've heard. Um, the, the, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys go first, and then I'll, I'll pile in here. Uh, JR, thoughts about the cuts?
2: Um, I don't like them, and I don't really want to get too much into the like human aspect of it. Of these people, train all year. Um, this is what they dedicate their lives to, which are all true, right? They have sponsors that I'm sure they have bonuses based on making the games they're only going to get to go and take a certain amount of tests. I don't really want to get into that too much. What I do want to get into is how when you cut at all, especially if you have two cuts, then the order of events Mm. really, really, really matters. And extremely important. if, If I'm someone that's watching as a casual fan, that's maybe becoming a fan of CrossFit, or if I'm someone that just knows all the athletes and you're really geeky about it. Let's just say... That like on Sunday, they do an event. They they bring back the uh, they bring back the rope climb, sled dummy sled. You remember that the football sled that they used mm-hmm. vaguely yep. that year. You bring that back and you load it up to a certain weight and you say, hey, they're going to do a hundred yards for time. That's the workout. So they're going to push this tackling dummy the whole length of North Park Field for time, and they're going to race. And you cut Jake Douglas the day before. Everyone wants to watch Jake Douglas do that. Everyone. Everyone wants to watch someone that could maybe win the workout, be able to show that they can win the workout. And not only from a performance standpoint of putting on a show and showing everyone what it's, gonna, you know, what it's supposed to look like or what's possible. If you have a hole in something and you make it to Sunday, it is not exposed the way it should be exposed on Wednesday when there's 40 people. So if you are a terrible swimmer, and you would have gotten 39th or 40th in a workout, that's what you deserve to get. Not wait until Sunday and swim when there's only 20 people. So a are you pe- su-
0: are you suggesting, Jared, that we can't know whether the cuts are good or bad yet until we? we, we it's something we're going to have to judge afterwards?
2: I don't think there's any scenario that you're going to be able to look at the order of the events and say, yep, all those cuts were done at the exact right time. Okay. It it puts a it puts a primacy on the order of the events and that should not be the case outside of just the natural race
1: of it all. A full range of I'm surprised
2: to hear you say that.
0: Unless I'm not understanding. Go ahead, John.
1: Everything everything in the fitness in fitness needs to be tested at least once then before anybody is cut. And I mean about that. that, What about that, JR? Like there needs to be multiple gymnastics, multiple weightlifting and multiple monostructural events. And that can't happen if you're cutting on Friday. It needs to be, it needs to be balanced before anybody can be cut. And traditionally the CrossFit games, there's always a bunch of specialist events up front and then it's backloaded with CrossFit events. Typically, um, and you just. Like the Jake Douglas example is great. I think of Merton, say Mertons is cut, and then there's like two events he could have won on Sunday because that can happen. And um
2: and as we know, know. it's it's not only it's not it's not about if Ricky beats Justin or if Roman beats Jason, it's about how many people can come in between them. Mm -hmm. And when you have a full field, you have way more chances of someone like a Logan Collins finishing Fibonacci. From yeah. heat one or heat two, like you, you miss yeah. out on all those people taking away all those points.
1: You can't have a repeat of 2019. When 2019, they didn't do anything heavy and they ran three out of the six tests, and then they cut to ten people, yeah. and then they lifted like it was atrocious. Like you cannot have a re- repeat of that.
3: There were too it, many.
0: By yeah. the way, there were too many cooks in the kitchen that year. I will. I will tell you that without getting into uh, that could be a whole nother show. Yeah. There were too many. No, I, I'm not blaming the for yeah. them
1: for what happened. You just can't have that happen again.
0: Do you like yeah, how I, seven? The, the, let me go ahead. Let's spin go, and then I'll tell you. I'll tell you my thoughts on it.
4: Yeah, I went back and looked at last year, and had they cut down to thirty after Friday, and then down to twenty on Sunday, like from twenty-first to thirtieth, right, entering on. Sunday morning to Alpaca like Willie George would have had a second place finish in Alpaca and he would have got ninth place on the back nine. And Karen Freyova would have had third place on Alpaca or had third place on Alpaca and ninth on Jackie pro. And there were another, I think 20 some odd like top 20 finishes of those athletes that would have been cut. On Sunday so they would have affected the leaderboard and so if you had cut the 20 you just don't have Willie George doesn't get second he doesn't get in between people um and it would have changed slightly and both of those athletes moved from outside the top 20 going into Sunday and they finished inside the top 20 so they did move up um you know because of those those workouts suited their skills better
0: Uh, And uh, I'm I'm just not seeing what the severe implications of that are. The the one thing that I the one thing that um. Let me let me go here first. I think the cuts are fucking brilliant, and I think having two cuts is absolutely brilliant. And here's why: it turns the entire cross it 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 turns the entire CrossFit Games into the sandbag uh, event. Basically, they're at from the spectators' point of view, there is now some drama and tension uh, three times. Like serious drama, intention. There's basically three grand finales for me as I watch it, right? Okay. At, okay. At, I get when they that. make the first cut, I'm like, it's it, it's 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 like it's podium. They're podium finishes for me, and we get three of them. We get the first cut, we get the second cut, and then we get the last day. And because of that, I really, really like it. It makes. So I'm taking- I'm, a, I'm uncomfortable, and there's more at stake. It's basically uh uh this the, it's battle to the death, right? It, it, it adds more importance to every single event in every single day and and i and i i, I don't think 10 um, is a lot to cut but I, but i haven't done the math um like brian has and i do i don't know if i agree with jr but the emotional appeals don't interest me at all the only thing a couple things have me up uh brian friend said on uh, talking elite fitness that one of the reasons he gave that he didn't like the cuts was the fact that It could affect people's sponsorships. I think maybe you said that too, JR. That does concern me just a little bit, right? I do want to set the athletes up to make money. um, And, and, and it, it, uh, it, and it does suck that if, if uh, uh, I don't care that so much that what's the guy's name, Jake Douglas, it would Mm -hmm. suck if Jake Douglas lost out on a sponsor, because he couldn't fucking hit it out of the park on his event. So that that does at least get me thinking. But I, I'm a huge fan of the cuts, and none of the op- emotional appeals uh, really matter to me. Were you going to say something, John?
1: So you, your argument is there's three finales, right? I'm saying it takes the air out of the last and most grand finale because there's not... Because I see less, that. Less I see what you're happen. saying.
0: I see what you're saying. There could be a massive shift... I, I see what you're saying because all of a sudden now uh, 17 athletes can get or are, are viable to get in between first and second place and give us a huge swing. I see what you're saying. I, I see what yeah. you're saying. You and don't Justin think, you think it's Ballner that significant. Roman, you think it's yes. it with only 20 athletes. Okay. Cause if, I think if it's even, I think it it's happens. even more,
2: I think it's even more likely with a full field because you have those specialists. When you get down to 20, there aren't as many of those because the people that aren't specialists are usually the fittest
1: the ones that made it through and right, yeah. it, it makes mistakes even more costly. Like if somebody makes a mistake on the third event, third to last event or second to last event or the last event, any no rep they have, or just blew up somewhere, all of a sudden 15 people past you and not just six. Like it, it makes all so many different scenarios able to happen. So you take air out of the last crescendo instead of, having three little mini ones i'd rather have a big major one that a whole bunch of stuff could happen
0: Souza, you see you want to make it so i never invite john young on the show again and there he is using the word crescendo <laughs> fucking Souza, he hates you young i'm joking uh, he, he, he's he's always excited when you're on i made that up just so i could watch Sousa laugh uh um Clydesdale media that was good crescendo from a guy and a wife beater fucking this show. That's why this is the number one show in the CrossFit game space. Clydesdale Media, um, spin, would Laura have made the podium last year if there was the same cuts? That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking the entire I, time. I because actually, we know was she what... was getting her ass handed to her in the first half, which you'll see in the documentary, and then she came back like a boss.
4: She was inside the cut line both times. So I w- I did go back and look at that because she was close. Yeah, take um, that, John and JR. She was fine. It, you know, that, when I first heard it, I was like, well, I knew she was further back, but um, in both scenarios, <clears throat> she was we, inside. I the top, mean, we, we see that
2: 10. a lot. We see we see some of the best in the sport close hard. And when it comes down to Saturday, they just start their climb. And then by Sunday, they're in the top 10. It happens every year with like well, notable names that you never even remember. Right? I would
4: say if you reverse the events from this past year, Haley may not have made the final top 20 cut.
1: No, because she's taking last place and two of them, right?
4: Yeah. Right. So you always have I mean, third the first events always has always been something long, right? Haley got first. If you had reversed it, does she is she top 20 going into Sunday? I, I don't know. But
0: it's a lot closer than what she was. There, there was a there was a uh, two things. There was a comment here from Mel. Uh, Mel, I don't don't take this as an attack at all, by the way. But it just is what it is. Uh, let let the athlete who earned a spot finish this weekend. That's the test. How is a rookie to know what a full games is like unless they compete the weekend? Like these types of arguments do like just bounce off of me. Like I, I just I don't care. I but don't if ha- you want. I don't, but if I don't but have if empathy if, for any of that.
2: If you want the sport to grow and the fans care, then should you care?
0: Yeah. If the fans care, yeah. But 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 is but that's an emotional appeal. Like when it's when the when it's all said and done, we're all going to be just talking about the last day. We're not going to be like, oh, Sahar Kai from uh, Turkey got cut. Like,
4: no, but we could talk about Jake Douglas if he doesn't make it the top thirty. And on Saturday
0: night, there's, you know. Like if he sinks in the swim and the Something first
1: thing
3: just drowns. He already he told goes, us he's,
1: he's going to be a terrible swimmer. So he gets last place in the swim. There's one event that doesn't go his way, and then his fitness is the 22nd fittest guy. He won't make that cut. And then the very next thing is going to be a max freaking five-rep snatched overhead squat that he would have won, and it—it it, we don't get to see it.
0: Um let's uh, pick on JR here for a minute. He may have an easy out here. JR, is there a paradox in what you're saying or or that your two thoughts are in conflict? On one hand you're saying the order of events matter. Mm-hmm. But you're also saying uh don't do cuts. Or are are no, those in con- I'm, I'm, are
2: those in conflict with each other? I'm saying when you cut the order of events matters. Okay.
0: Okay. So either when way you don't, don't like card, it cut it doesn't matter. Well, it still matters. The order oh, still matters. I mean, it, it
2: matters from like a recovery standpoint. What have right. you done so far in the week? Yeah, all that. Which, kind of stuff. which heat you're in. Right.
0: Oh, this. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, God, Greg, you're good. Uh, the p value for the grips is 0. 0.0001, uh, otherwise known as no. Fine. God, you're good. God, I love these people. Uh, Greg Glassman also agrees with uh, Jr. How? Okay, how about we make it? How about we we do a trade? Uh, we get rid of grips, but with no cuts. <laughs> Deal.
1: I, I I'm keeping the grips. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the,
0: the thing with the thing with what John Young is saying too is is it, it, with the, with his argument. If you buy his argument, um, you can never cut. Like you might be able to say, okay, if with the other arguments, you can be like, okay, let's wait till the last day. Let's wait till the last event. But what John is saying is you you, you need all the athletes so that there's this tension that there could be a huge shift. The guy in first place can now lose a, a, a full 100 points or something. There's more people who could get in between him and the, and the second place guy. God, I don't know if that works like that.
1: Well, not a full 100 points, but right. 40. He's more liable to lose forty.
0: Maybe not, though. Maybe
1: your thinking is flawed there,
0: because if you still separate the points between a uh, hundred down to one with only twenty athletes, it, it, it's still it's still you're saying there would be less athletes that could get in between, but that still that doesn't take away the tension.
1: It depends on the event, no, because if you take the top twenty, those are the twenty fit, fittest people, right? They're the best crossfitters, right? If there's six people who are extremely good at, like, rope climbs or something. Okay, I see what you're saying. saying. You're going to get example, rid of the outliers. All six of those people get in between, and then say somebody makes a mistake, and then the five people that would have already beaten that person with that mistake is been there. Now that's 11 spots. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I do. I, I hear you. Uh, Mike Mike uh, Litteris, uh, no cuts, keep grip, grips, cut grips. uh sabir and kelly uh is that weird that they share this needs to be a whole show these two share a youtube page can you imagine sharing a phone number with your wife jr like you guys just have one cell phone with just like one number on it like it it rang and it rang in both your phones that's like old school you know any couples like that they share a youtube account they got both their names on there sabir erase kelly's name i want to see what happens like do you like if you have to sleep outside tomorrow (laughs) JR is so underrated in this space. I recall Hiller's video on him. He deserves more accolades. What do you want to do? I give him a handy.
2: Deserve? I don't like that. Deserves? <laughs> you don't like that either, do you? So he that deserves, word. Deserves. He deserves. He deserves.
0: He deserves. Uh, sometimes I don't like it. Um, okay. Uh, any topics you guys want to bring up as we come close to the end of the show?
4: Uh, did you see the guy in Brazil um, on the? I think first place team. He's not getting his visa. He's been denied three times. Um, really good young athlete um, on uh, the templo Sa CrossFit. Yep. Uh, wow. So he, uh, he actually was first place in the 16 to 17 year old division in 2020, which obviously he did not get to compete that year. And now his visa has been denied three times uh, after qualifying for the games.
0: Oh, and shit, uh, he could just come up through the southern border if he wants it would be easier yeah wow that sucks uh is, is that the only one like that it's the only visa
4: issue i've heard of so far
0: i want i would love to know what the reason is yeah that's what i was exactly thinking does that make me racist is he connected to the cartel or some
2: shit Jeez, louise
4: so, I mean, fortunately for the team, they do have a uh, an alternate, so they will be able to compete. Um, but, I mean, this guy was one of the best on the team.
0: Um, the chat should... Uh, Howie DeWitt, the chat should vote every 20 minutes to cut one person off the show. Oh, poor JR. He wants to be cut, and he wouldn't be cut. <laughs> uh enormous tits uh he's too poor you mean like he couldn't like uh, pay someone you you know the thing is is i don't know what it's like coming into the united states but like f- for us americans if we drive over the border they and you have a dui and for some if you drive up to canada and you have a dui they, they'll push you right back you have a history of having a dui so uh john uh, look at sabir wow sabir's just handing out uh bjs uh john young and, and fake brian are up there too up there you guys are up there like up,
4: you guys are up there. i thought it was the real brian
1: i thought uh my name had an h but <laughs> we don't get what we want brian <laughs> uh oh
0: shit we forgot to run the phone number tonight all right um any other topics guys that i can think of great show uh thank you very much uh mr beaver thank you mr souza thank you jr thank you uh john young from john young barbell and mr spin who you all know as the uh ultimate new source for all things crossfit at the barbell spin we will see you guys tomorrow morning at 7 a.m we will have blade the police officer on tomorrow reviewing some videos talking about police fitness having fun and don't, don't worry. The flat earth show is coming. Bye-bye.